who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1586 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneur seven days a week. Everyone is scared of losing, but in my book, I teach you how to finally win. Visit howtofinallywin.com and learn how to create your dream life one step at a time, Fire Nation. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Elizabeth Granados. Elizabeth, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am so prepared. Yes, Elizabeth is the creator and CEO of Little Nomad Playmats. As a new mom who didn't want her living room looking like a daycare center, she created a beautiful playmat solution for style-minded mamas. She crowdfunded the idea and Little Nomad is now a full fledged business. Elizabeth, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse into your personal life. Well, thank you, JLD. Mm. Um, yes, I am a mama. I decided when my daughter was seven months old that I was tired of working for the man and I wanted to be an entrepreneur because that is, um, I think, just in my true spirit. So looking back now, um, that seems a little crazy, but it worked and I am very happily now running my own e-commerce business and I quit my day job and uh, yeah, it's been amazing. In teaser, Fire Nation, we got a couple of pretty cool things to talk about on what happens when you quit your day job. Not to everybody, but at least to Elizabeth. Now, Elizabeth, let's kind of talk real quick about what you consider your current area of expertise. Maybe it is running an e-commerce store. Maybe it's making a physical product. What would you say that is? What do you specialize in? Well, I would say my area of expertise is definitely in marketing. Um... I, my father's a sales and marketing guy. And from a very young age, I've just seen businesses like everywhere I look. Um, like even when I'm sitting in my hairstylist chair, I'm like, how can you expand your business? How can you grow your business? So just always looking at the marketing side of things and how to appeal to different niche audiences. So within that, what's something that we don't know as entrepreneurs about marketing, about your area of expertise that you're just like, Every entrepreneur should know this, duh. If you want to get something done, the first step is just to kind of figure out the terminology to get from point A to point B. So being able to articulate what it is that you're trying to do. So like, even though I'm great at marketing, I knew I wanted to create a product. I didn't necessarily know how to do that or how to even put it into Google. So like, for example, I knew I wanted to make something. How do I get it made in Asia and then bring it here on a giant boat? I mean, I can't really put that into Google, right? So just talking to people and figuring out the right terminology, the the correct terminology for that is customs broker, so that you can Google it and be like, how do I find a customs broker to help me bring my product here from Asia? Or, you know, what if I don't want to be knee deep in orders and logistics because I'm good at marketing and the right thing to Google there is fulfillment center. So I would say just figuring out the words that you need to be able to articulate what it is that you're trying to do, because then it just makes it so much easier. Those are words that I wasn't really familiar with when I started on this journey to create a product um, and not my expertise, but it's just important to find those words and then Google them. It's like having to learn a new language, Fire Nation. For all of you Game of Thrones fans out there, Dothraki. Yeah. It's not an easy language, but guess what? When you know it, you can speak it. So you have to know the language of the industry, of the niche that you're getting into. And Elizabeth, you are one of those people 
that saw the freedom journal, you're like, I could use that. You invested in yourself. You got it. And let's just say that some cool things have happened since then. So before we get into the cool things, let's talk about how you first heard about the Freedom Journal. What made you decide to purchase it? And then what did it look like when you started using it? Well, it was actually a very memorable moment. I was sitting in my living room and I was really having one of those horrible breakdowns uh, to my husband, crybaby face. I was like, babe, I feel like a failure. I had some stuff going on at work that I was unhappy about and... I looked at him and I said, I feel like I am capable of so much more. And he turned to me and said, why don't you take one of your brilliant ideas and put them on Kickstarter? And I was, you know, excited about that prospect, but I wasn't even that familiar with what Kickstarter really was. So I took to Kickstarter, started searching around. And I think the Freedom Journal was like the eighth or ninth video that I decided to watch. It was currently at that time live on Kickstarter. And I thought, whoa, that's cool. Like what better way to actually kick off this, um, turn over this new leaf or kick off this entrepreneurial journey by using this tool. So I ordered it and then I was like, forgot about it. Honestly, it showed up in the mail and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I have to be an entrepreneur and follow my dreams. Um, and it was actually a good daily reminder. Well, I mean, I think that's one of the best parts of it is that it's just a constant reminder of staying focused on what it is that I'm trying to do and not just be what my husband and I like to call the average Joe, because that's our greatest fear. Like, I just don't want to be an average Joe. I want to do something super cool. And the Freedom Journal helped me do that. Well, let's kind of talk about that. So you got the Freedom Journal. You're having that daily reminder. Like, what was your goal and what were some accomplishments you had as you went through that? When I first got the Freedom Journal, I took some time, maybe like a week or two, to really try to hone in on what specific goal I wanted to set. Um, and obviously I read in the beginning of the journal, like that it should be measurable and attainable. So I had to really think hard about what that would be. And I, um, set the goal of launching and successfully funding a Kickstarter campaign. Um, so I set out to do that. And when I started on day one, I didn't even have the product really picked out. I just knew that I wanted to fund a product on Kickstarter. Let's keep talking through this process because that's kind of where the Freedom Journal steps in because you have micro goals along the way. Every 10 days, you want to accomplish that micro goal to get you closer to that overall big goal. So what was one of those micro goals that really got the ball moving? When I started the journey, I had two product ideas. So in the first 10 days, I was kind of just going back and forth hashing those ideas out and trying to figure out how I could turn them into products. So I studied other Kickstarter campaigns and looked at kind of what the formula for success in those campaigns were. And then I took that and I spread it out into the 100-day journey so that I could, you know, break off in every 10 days big pieces that would get me to the point where I was ready to launch. So let's kind of do a fast forward now. Let's kind of rip the Band-Aid off. Like what happens with the Freedom Journal? What happened with the Kickstarter campaign? I know, but I think it's time for Fire Nation to know. Going back to the beginning of the interview, I'm a mama. Um, I have a little baby. At the time, she was just seven months. And I was dreading getting a foam play mat for the living room. 
And so I had this idea to create a beautiful playmat that's um, reminiscent of an heirloom carpet that you might spend thousands of dollars on, but was actually just a practical wipe clean mat that you could, you know, wipe up the spit up and anything else, uh, snacks. And so I had sort of talked to some friends about the idea. Honestly, I didn't get like an overly resounding, yes, that's the best idea ever. But I, <laughs> in my heart, I thought it was great. And I was like, I'm going to go after it. So... I had been working with um, an illustrator to help me kind of design it and put the idea um, into bring it to life. And so that was step one is actually creating an amazing product um, idea. And then step two is being able to execute that idea uh, and create a physical product. So that took all that research I was talking about earlier with, you know, um, sourcing something in in Asia and how to get something made and then bring it here. So those were kind of the steps that I broke it up into all the while preparing for a Kickstarter campaign, which has its own set of criteria of what makes a successful Kickstarter. Now, breaking that down, because I'm kind of curious, you know, I, with the Freedom Journal, had a pretty large audience online. I was able to leverage that. What did you do? Did you have an audience somewhere? Were they online? Were they offline? So, yeah, what did you say that you did that really made your product reach that finish line? Well, okay. I stumbled upon a woman named Catherine Lavery um, who was – she had launched a Kickstarter and she was launching a um, beta group at the time for a class called From Zero to Funded. And she, um, I started chatting with her online and she offered a free PDF of how to do Kickstarter. So I downloaded it and I read it cover to cover. It was like 15 pages. And that's where I learned about things like email lists and building a list. I had, I literally had no knowledge of this prior to reading her PDF. Um, I mean, I listened to EO Fire, but it wasn't something that I ever thought I would need an Mm. email list. So I started to actually share a Photoshopped image of the playmat on Facebook mom groups that I was in. And I would say, hey, mama, like tired of circus colored playmats in your living room? Check out these beauties. Post the picture, link to my landing page, built a landing page um, to capture emails. And I did that for seven weeks leading up to my Kickstarter. And I gathered 4,562 emails. So that's when I knew like every day when I would get off from my day job and put my daughter in bed, I would jump on the mom groups and start chatting with moms about uh, the, the idea. And I get, I was getting like hundreds of emails because moms were super psyched about it. And that's what really drove me to keep going. It was like, well, one this one time I posted on the Upper East Side moms page and I got 263 likes in like three hours on the photo and about 300 plus email signups. And I was like, this is a product that people really want. So that was with, you know, I had invested virtually nothing, just the cost to have the design and the Photoshopped image made. And But it was very validating to know people liked it and they were signing up on the email. So I built the audience in seven weeks leading up to the uh, Kickstarter. So Fire Nation, this is what you call guerrilla marketing. When you get out there, you put your product, your idea in front of the right people and you make things happen. Now, the first thing that I kind of think about though is were there was there some resistance to people being like like who's this woman who for the first time she's posting in this in this group um, that oh, she's posting something yeah. about this because I will say like one thing that I really coach and I say is 
become a person of value for 30, for 45 days, you know, in these groups and asking questions, answering questions, giving guidance, giving support. Like, how did you get around that? Yeah, I mean, actually, that's a really good point. I I wouldn't say I was an outsider in some of these groups because just naturally as a mom, I was already interacting in a lot of the like questions. Like Mm. these groups are, a lot of them are pretty huge and they're regional and I'm not in some of the regions, but I still participate very actively in these mom groups. Um, They're actually great resources for moms because, you know, sometimes we don't have family nearby. We don't know what to do in a pinch and you can just jump on this mom page on Facebook and ask a question and the other moms are really willing to help give advice. So yes, I'm definitely an active participant and I love all the mom groups that I'm in because I get a lot of value from them as well. Love that. So Fire Nation, that's kind of what I wanted to really get through is, you know, don't just take what Elizabeth's saying and then say, okay, like I'm going to come up with this idea then just start going to spam all these different groups. Like you want to be an interactive member. You want to be a value first member. So they're like, oh, I know Elizabeth. Oh, oh, that's a cool project. Let me look more because that no like trust factor has already been built in at that point. So Elizabeth, let's continue to press that fast forward button. And you, you know, spoiler alert is, you know, you shared, I mean, you, you got funded. It was incredible. Like you actually made things happen. Obviously, a lot, a lot happened between that point A and point B. But since then, I mean, you know, you funded this campaign, you fulfilled those orders, you've continued to get more orders. Now you're running a successful e-commerce shop. And something that you shared with me pre-chat that we pushed the record button that I was like, what? It has something to do with, it wasn't like whales or dolphins, it was something like along that line, like what's going on there? Yeah, so I actually had the opportunity to pitch in the Shark Tank. What? And it was, yes, John Lee Dumas. I on I just want to share with you that on the very first night of my Freedom Journal, and I even posted a picture of this. I remember that. Facebook group. Yes, it said, fi- okay, so I'm looking at it here. Final thought for the day. You have a good idea. Don't be afraid to succeed. Tony said, and Tony is my father-in-law, that he'll see you on Shark Tank one day. <laughs> see yourself as others do. Believe in you. And I that was my final thought on night one of the Freedom Journal. And after, um, you know, successfully funding my Kickstarter, I was lucky enough to then take it all the way to the tank and... I have to say it was probably one of the most epic experiences of my life, oh, for sure. That is unbelievable. Now, I don't want to say, Fire Nation, that, you know, invest in the Freedom Journal and you're going to get on Shark Tank, but I mean, let's, let's read between the lines. Like, it's obviously going to happen. Now, <laughs> let's just say this. Uh, you picture yourself, you know, right now, where you're at, day one of the Freedom Journal. Like, did you think this could happen this fast? I can't even believe I on day 60, I believe, is when I gave the notice at my job. Right. And but that was only two months in. And I was like, why didn't I start to invest in myself earlier? You know, mm. like just taking some time in the morning and in the evening. And that's, I think, one of the best parts about the Freedom Journal is that it's not like I had to change my whole lifestyle. It was just that every day that I woke up and then before I went to bed, reminded myself like tomorrow you're going to take action you're not going to just drive you know to the gym and then drive mindlessly to work and then you know make dinner for Talia and then you know go to bed wishing another day that you were living out your dreams it's like 
No, I'm going to take action today and it's just going to be a little step, but those little steps over 100 days adds up to awesome stuff and results. And when you start seeing the results and I started seeing people sign up on my landing page and really taking interest in my product, I was like, I can't not listen to them. They like the idea. (laughs) They want it, you know? So it was like that fuel is what kept me going. Fire Nation, the key thing is it all starts with one step, one simple step. I mean, for Elizabeth, just to post one little photo with some copy in a a Facebook group and get a couple email signups is like, oh my God, somebody cares about this that I'm doing. That can start this chain reaction of awesome. So we have some awesome, awesome stuff coming up as soon as we finish thanking our sponsors. Fire Nation, are you ready to create your first website but not sure where to start? The technical aspects, the design requirements, and what seems like a lot of moving pieces can be overwhelming, but lucky for you, with HostGator, it's not. HostGator has all the tools you need to build and host your website all in one place. In addition to having hundreds of templates for you to choose from, they also offer drag and drop website builder and mobile-friendly templates that make it easy to create a great-looking website fast. Plus, they offer 24-7 live expert support, so there's always someone to help you when you need a hand. The best part, HostGator offers a 45-day money-back guarantee, so if you decide it's not the right platform for you, no problem. With HostGator, having a website is easy and affordable. Take your website from dream to reality with HostGator. Visit HostGator.com slash fire for 60% off today. That's HostGator.com slash fire. Quick question for all the marketers listening. What's your address? My friend Billy Jean wants to send you something in the mail. It's small, black, and if used properly, it might deliver some serious ROI, return on investment. For the next 100 listeners who go to copyourads.com, Billy Jean is going to mail you his best performing Facebook ad campaigns for free. You just cover the shipping. Once you get this flash drive into your computer, you'll have instant access to the ad he used to generate 290 appointment requests for local businesses in 24 hours, the exact ad he used to jumpstart his agency and close close to $10,000 in one day, and dozens of other proven campaigns that he and his clients spent millions of dollars in testing. Visit copyourads.com to take Billie Jean up on this generous offer today. So Elizabeth, we are back and Fire Nation, if you're listening to this on the day that this went live, it's the second to last day of the Mastery Journal Kickstarter campaign. So hopefully you've already invested in yourself and figured out how to master productivity, discipline, and focus with the step-by-step guidance of the Mastery Journal. But I kind of want to know from you, Elizabeth, like how do you define productivity? Well, I'm a list maker. So for me, I guess feeling productive is just like crossing things off my list. Um, I'm just like constantly re-ranking the list, forcing myself to take (laughs) on the hardest ones first. And yeah, I guess just crossing things off my list, I feel productive. I love that. I actually use a tool called Workflowy that allows me to reorder things. I'm always like, you know, this is the priority and it has this cross out feature so you can still see the, the uh, task there, but you've done it so it's crossed out. I like doing that instead of just erasing it because, you know, again, you want to have that feeling of being productive. And let's move into discipline. What words would you use to define discipline in your life? Discipline, I think, is being just committed to what it is that I I'm focused on in that moment and being present in what I'm doing. Um, I would definitely say I struggle with discipline. Um, 
when I let my business actually interfere with my family time. So I try to go out of my way to get my phone out of my hand, for example, like when I'm with my <laughs> my child or my husband, because um, it's so easy to work. So easy. Like 24-7. So yeah, I would say just being committed to the present moment is discipline for me and not constantly working, which is what I would do if I had no discipline. I well, guess. especially if you have an e-commerce store, you just keep refreshing your Shopify stats. You're like, I got another sale. I got two more sales. I got zero sales. What's happening? And then my store gets shut down. Oh my God, life is over. Well, it sounds like you're, you got productivity squared away, it sounds like, but discipline, it sounds like the Mastery Journal could really hit that up a notch for you, Elizabeth. And okay. it's moving to focus. You know, my favorite acronym, follow one course until success. How do you define focus? I would define focus as consistency, I guess, in working toward a task or end goal. Um, I definitely struggle with focus because my daughter is always interrupting me, like, mom, 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 mom. Um, But, you know, my mom used to say when I was a kid, she would say, you know, when your child interrupts you, it's a moment of divine, you know, intervention, and you're meant to just put it aside and focus on your child and come back. (laughs) Well, we can definitely go with that for sure. And it just... It's, it's tough, Fire Nation. You know, it's tough to be focused. It's tough to be disciplined. It's tough to be productive this day and age. I struggled with these things for decades, literally. I still struggle with them on some levels, even though I have mastered these three skills. And it's easy for me to say, I mean, no kids, you know, myself and Kate in this huge house where we can be like, you know, hundreds of yards away from each other and, and just be able to like close our doors and focus on our own thing. I get it. But sometimes we just need that extra tool, that extra process that's really going to help us get over that edge. And Elizabeth, I want to end today on fire. So Give our listeners, Fire Nation, a parting piece of guidance from your experience you know, with the Freedom Journal as an entrepreneur, as an e-commerce shop owner, and then kind of share with us the best ways that we can connect with you and what you have going on, and then we'll say goodbye. I guess my parting piece of guidance um, would be that it's okay to feel uncomfortable. I was very un- uncomfortable with that notion when I started being an entrepreneur again, um, but I just think it's par for the course. It's part of the job. And it's kind of like going to the gym. Like when I first started going to the gym, you know, you lift weights, you get sore, it hurts, you come home, you're sore and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. But it's uncomfortable. But that soreness is where you grow. And that's where you like get gain your muscle. It's just like the same with being an entrepreneur. I feel like I, I never really get comfortable because it's like one challenge after the next and it hurts. Um, but ultimately just because it's a little tough, it doesn't mean it's bad. And that, that's my parting piece of guidance. Love it. So this, the quote that I love is all the magic happens outside of your comfort zone, Fire Nation. If you want to stay uh, home on the couch with your Ben and Jerry's, that's cool. You're just going to get fat. And if that's fine with you, that's <laughs> fine too. But if you want to get buff, you got to go to the gym. You got to lift some weights. You got to put the work in, put the work you do. in. But I have to say though, for 2017, I kind of want to get just a little bit more inside my comfort zone. It's been a, it was a crazy year of so much outside of my zone. I'm like, maybe I do want to spend a night on the couch. Yeah. That'd be fun. Just see, that's, that's the thing. You know, you break out of the comfort zone, you do your thing, and then you kind of, not retreat, so to speak, but you kind of regroup yourself, hopefully, yeah. and kind of that new level that you've taken yourself to, and then you move forward. Because if you don't do that, then that's just burnout. But Elizabeth, how can we connect with you? You can connect with me at hello at little-nomad.com. My website is a little-nomad.com. Dash, dash, 
And um, I'd love to hear from you. And if you would be interested in purchasing a beautiful playmat for your friend who's pregnant or someone in your family, you can use the code FIRENATION for $10 off. Whoa, Fire Nation. I'm actually going to do that because my sister is always complaining about her two-year-old just making a mess like of their beautiful wood floor. So let's make that happen. And you know this, Fire Nation. You're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with EG and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com and just type Elizabeth in the search bar. Her show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz. Timestamps, links galore with that promo code and links to all things Elizabeth. Thank you, Elizabeth, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Elizabeth today. And you should knock over that domino and start your chain reaction of awesome Fire Nation. Thefreedomjournal.com will get you there, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, what's your address? My friend Billy G wants to send you something in the mail. It is small, black, and if used properly, it might deliver some serious ROI for the next 100 listeners who go to copyourads.com. Billy Jean is going to mail you his best performing Facebook ads campaign for free. That's copyourads.com. Take the guesswork out of creating your first website with HostGator. Their drag and drop website builder and 24-7 live support make it easy to get your site up and running fast. There's even a 45-day money-back guarantee. Visit HostGator.com slash fire for 60% off today. That's HostGator.com slash fire.